Sure, it's not July. Uh, I mean, it might be July. It might actually, be July. I might, I might be an entire month off. Hey, we're lagging. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Well, considering that we lost two months due to due to the pandemic, I mean, I'm surprised I'm only a month behind. <laughs> uh, things are kind of rough right now for a lot of people. So, introductions. Uh, who wants to go first? I think you should go first. You're the host. All right. Well, technically, we're all hosts. <laughs> for what? <laughs> for what? I ain't a host. I'm a guest star. What are you talking Free about? Hell, you uh, still host. Anyways, um, so I am Eric, game fan, uh, assistant slash um, your manager. What do you what, manager? Manager, manager here. Manager. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what tech in training? We barely manage it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're, We're all assisting and managing. Help me. Help me. Uh, but uh, I mostly, I played games a lot as a kid. Um, went to the arcade a lot of, back when we actually had arcades. Man, who didn't? Good stuff. Um, trying to think of other other qualifying stuff, but... Because we says you is, that's why. Yeah. Exactly. Um, You're uh, better with people than people think. <laughs> that's all right. I really try. Uh, anyways, I'm, I'm just going to end that there for me. But who's up next? Well, uh, my name is Daniel Solis, and uh, I'm the owner of the Vortex Arcade here in Sherwood, Arkansas. And I've got about 30 years' experience in the arcade industry. Ah! Uh, <laughs> ah drop the water, would <laughs> But that's uh, yeah, been an adventure. I've spent my life uh, pursuing uh, building an arcade, and we've done that working really hard but uh things have been tighter than tom thumb's ass right now so it's uh it's tough with covid it just hits you from all sides and, and we're seeing a lot of businesses fall and uh we're doing everything we can uh, to to keep above water and, uh, no doubt but uh you know we're we're gonna we're gonna fight the good fight i think everybody who's a, a business owner is doing that and uh Anyway, we love classic arcades and we love gaming all around. So it's uh, it's really hard to turn a game down. We really enjoy it. Donkey Kong's our big thing. But uh, here's my son, Andrew. I'm Andrew Garrett. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the scuba pup is where you can find me online. Uh, I've been gaming since a pretty young age. First game I ever played was Centipede, actually. And it's weird because I suck at Centipede. Um, second game I ever played was Miss Pac Man. I had a there was a centipede and Miss Pac-Man cabinet at our uh, orthodontist office where I got my teeth worked on. And that's where I kind of fell in love with arcade games. I hadn't seen anything for you know, 10, 15 years, joined the Air Force, and Mass Sergeant tells me, hey, there's this arcade down in, down in Sherwood. You should go check it out. I said, really? Oh, they got a Miss Pac-Man down there? Yeah. Okay, so I went down there and destroyed the high score day one. <laughs> oh, and there we go. And that was that was that was you know hit the ground running kind of there. And Dan, mm, I think that guy's got some ability. Yeah, I think Dan goes, huh? There's an aura about this kid. I don't know. I don't know what's up with him, but he's he's got some skill. 
six years down the road after building at least 20, 30 cabs together, Dan and I are thick as Steve's, <laughs> practically practically blood brothers. But yeah, we've been working on this for, I've been working on it for six years, Dan for 30 plus, oh. just in the collecting department. It's been fun. There, I've, I've got a few world records to my name. I have too much ink on my body from, from gaming. <laughs> I, I still want to go get some more. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm one of those guys who likes to display his, his passions. If if I had the means and the ability to do so, and the money. <laughs> you guys have homes on Twitch. I kind of do, but I don't really stream. <laughs> <laughs> You're more of a nice support. Dan is uh, Daniel Solis DK on Twitch. Yeah. He's, more of our, he's more of our right-hand man on Twitch when it comes to that. He's, he's the guy who's chatting in the in the chat, keeping people... Uh, happy talking about breaks. Fix it. <laughs> yeah, something breaks, and he's and I'm not the one to fix it. He does. And Donkey Kong switches anybody. Jeez. Switch gate. Pow. Switch gate. That <laughs> was a real deal. That there. switch blows up in the middle of my run. Three hundred thousand with no deaths, and switches. And shortly we'll be able to blame somebody for that. Shortly. <laughs> shortly. I, can, I blame myself for that one. I mean, I, I've been I've been I pretty rough myself. on that on that stick. But I've also been grinding that game for the past month. Uh, I just want time to play Kong. How do you like that? You, you want to beat yourself up? Play Kong. And I want to get beat up. It's just, he's, he's evil. Kong's a dick, man. There's no Kong, way around Kong it. is a weird game. It's not weird in the sense that, like, it's an awkward game like Amidar. I showed you, I showed Eric Amidar. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what is this game? <laughs> At first I thought it was, uh, what's the game that that you have to, like, black out the little areas? Or... There was... Oh, Kicks? You were talking about Kicks. QIX. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to make like these squares, and you're trying to Where's fill the up so much percent of the screen. Where is the gorilla? Why is there a paintbrush? No, it's not weird like Amidar. It's a weird game because over its 39 year history, it's still the last heavily competed on game. Yeah, big time. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. We've seen a quote unquote perfect score depending on who you talk to. We know there is a finite end to Pac-Man. We know there's a finite end to Galaga as long as you don't turn on marathon settings. We know there's a finite end to Power Drift and to uh, Donkey Kong, and, to, and unfortunately <laughs> to Donkey Kong. But but nobody says, "Man, I really want to go get a perfect game of Pac-Man." Okay, cool. Well, everybody's done it. Well, I really want to go play Galaga. Well, guess what? It's a it's a marathon game unless you play it on the default easy setting, where it becomes a, a race to a finish. And nobody plays that category except for me. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, I have some questions oh, more let's for have it. Let's have it. more uh, introductions and stuff since we got that out of the way. <laughs> and this can be arcade, console, whatever. What is your favorite game? And it, oh, let's boy. let's actually let me take a step <laughs> back and break that down into top five. Okay, top five, top five easier to work with. It, you know, you can do top five. Just, yeah, just naming one, it's like I think I can I can do that, but that's because I've been playing that game literally since I was. What game is that? Mega Man Two. I wanted oh, it was going to be Mega Man okay, Two. It had to be two. The one you beat me like seventeen minutes faster. Exactly. <laughs> it's like what an embarrassment, man. My my butt's still sore from that. I can't have to sit on the left cheek. I'm surprised you didn't try to play on that uh, that little console thing back there with oh, the yeah. two I buttons was doing that are on. I got all the way past the dragon on that, and then I was like, the graphics are just t- trickling out on this. This <laughs> Jack specific job here. Yeah, it does some weird stuff. Especially like I like the the birds trick where you press A. 
and the birds would be flying in the background. They're like, it's like tacos flying back and forth. <laughs> winged tacos. It's, it's winged tacos. Me. I'll let you start, Dave, with the top okay. five. Well, seeing you said top five, if you had said your favorite game, I always try to put that in the context when somebody says, what's your favorite game or your favorite movie? You say, okay, well, if you're going to say it that way, let's pretend it was the only game that ever existed. That existed, or yeah. the only movie that ever existed. Well, that's and you get to, you need to do things. it for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's going to change things. See, I mean, movies, it would be aliens. Crazy. I don't Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> you don't get... It doesn't get much better than that. People say, oh, Jurassic Park. And I was like, it, I left with the same feeling before, but when I when I leave with this Space Marines, I'm like, da 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 I feel like, yeah, man, I, I go, and then, you know, then it's myself again. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But as far as games go, Donkey Kong's in the top five. I really can't tell you if that's my absolute favorite game, but it sure is my favorite game to be involved in to see players do well, uh, to, to put on tournaments, and, and see players just excel and become better than me. I've watched so many people surpass me in that game, and it, it's amazing to see people do it. Um, Tron, as much as it's pattern-based, it's just so much part of my childhood. I love the arcade game of Tron. I love Mega Man 2. Not that I'm as good as somebody else. He kills me every time, and he probably will until I die, and that's fine. <laughs> Uh, but I, I love Mega Man 2. Get, get, give him a 15-minute head start and yeah, see what yeah. happens. I might, I might have a chance because with 17, that's a two-minute screw-up. <laughs> exactly. And that's all I need is just dying once. Go, go, go. With that, Dragon's Lair, because Dragon's of the, the visuals and the time period in my life, the Dragon's Lair series, pretty much Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair 2, and Space Ace, really crazy about those, even though they're, they're just quick-time events. It's still fun. Hey, I know what's going to happen. It's like the old man in me going, ah, Hey, that's the same movie again. I know the ending, so let's just play it through. I just, it's the same thing every time, and I'm not, I'm not dissatisfied with it. Fifth game, it's got to be a fighter, and it's a toss-up. It's the Street Fighter series. Is it Street Fighter Three Third Strike, or is it Marvel versus Capcom? It's two? really Third Strike because there's so much. Really, be, there's so much can be done, even over Alpha Three. No, wait, wait, not that. even Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, not not no, base. No, the 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 reason for it is because. <laughs> You could shut people up and shut them down with that. Oh, throwing fireballs! Think about a jump. I parry that sucker. Hey, I'm gonna blink. Look at that. So that changed everything, and, and the fact that they didn't go that way with the Street Fighter series from that point on. Hey, we're gonna parry everything. Well, they, okay. So to be fair, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna correct you, but I'm, I'm gonna supplement this. They did give something of a parry in the FADC. Right. They didn't make everybody in, in, able to parry. Well, no, in though. Street Fighter Four. Mm, mm. In Street Fighter Four, they gave the focus attack dash canceling. That Which, was that black. Yeah, well, no, that's, the black is where you do it, but FADC is where you do a focus attack and you double tap dash. And then it And went. it counts as an as an FADC. Okay. And you get the white life. Right. That you could right. recover. I, I, I but, you, but it was so weird how it was done instead of just tap toward. Yeah, or, and you would have tap away in the FADC. Yeah, I, I just think that if they had been that way, it would have been better for players, but in the grand scheme of EVO, and, you know, we all know what happened there. But with all, all the grand scheme of fighting games, it had to be easier for players to get more money involved. So more players were involved. And I understand that because all it did is made it easier for the pros, but it's still <laughs> great. The parry is great. It's like, hey, I, I can I can escape it every time. I don't have to jump at you. I'm just unlike unlike the Street Fighter 2 series <laughs> where they where they gave chip outs or like Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 5, they actually don't let you chip out, which, I, I again, I respect. And actually, I took something from that, and that's why when I play you in Marvel 2 and I play you in, in Third Strike, 
I try to not chip out if I can. So is the end of the health bar is made of rubber? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, you can't chip me out. You can't kill me. If I can hit you, if I can raw hit you. So no Cyclops in that, that's for sure. Well, no, I mean, when I play you, when I play you in Marvel <laughs> 2. Yeah, grab when I play you in Marvel 2, I try to hit you direct. Yeah, I don't no, go, no, you don't cheat. No, no. Well, no, I wouldn't call it cheating. No, that's playing with honor. It, oh, cheap. Cheap. There's a difference. Back in the P versus T. called a throw a chooch. The chooch! Put somebody in a position. I don't even know what it means, but I know in the arcade that that means my ass is slammed on the ground. <laughs> Bam! That's a chooch. You gotcha. Like Giles okay. Magic Throw Chooch. Just right. back forth, back How forth. About you? Top five. Oh, top five. This is good. So Donkey Kong's got to be up there. Yeah. Uh, probably number five, let's be honest. <laughs> it's, it's at the bottom of the top five. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the top. I mean, you don't have to number them just because that makes No, sense. I know. I'm just, I'm just telling you right just now. Put them in the bucket. Yeah, it's, it's in the bucket. Um, Donkey Kong's up there. I'd probably agree with Third Strike. Third Strike has it's brought really me a long hard. way. It, actually, Third Strike was really the game that I learned how to play fighting games. Sat down and learned mechanics and learned fireballs Stick and learned quarter circles. Pad, yeah, Dan Dan actually gave me a challenge. He said, look, I want you to learn Third Strike, not just on, a, on an arcade cabinet, which is great. Learn it on the pad so that no matter where you go, if you have your stick with you or if you don't, you're deadly either way. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell a uh, – this is a slight segue – Slight segue into a story. I was at a convention, and I go downstairs into the game room. There's a guy, or there's a, a third strike set up on a, uh, I think it was a PS3. And I'm sitting there thinking around with it, playing with Dudley. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm getting some combos. Guy comes up to challenge me and says, hey, man, I'm going to beat your ass at third strike. I go, please, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get it. So I said, hey, man, I don't even got my stick today. I'll play with my pad. This is my, this is my, uh, my handicap. I whooped his ass. I was doing Dudley combos in the corner. He's like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, I gave you a handicap. I still beat that ass. Kong's just like, yeah, like that's what happened. <laughs> but that's, that's what happened. That's, that's what, what happened. happened. Sorry, that's how it happened. happened. So third strike's up there. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Mustang Boss 302 edition pinball. Pinball. Yeah. And nobody's mentioned the pinball yet. No, we haven't, but that's a game. I mean, a lot of people say, it has to be video. No, it's a game. I can play cards, can't I? I mean, hey, there's, okay, look, there's a dot matrix display on it. It's showing yeah, a video. It's showing a video. There's, yeah, it's and a there's video. a game in the pinball. There's, there's a look, it's a, it's a video game. Whether My you favorite like. is Solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, that's a card game, which got turned into a video game. So there's three right there. If I gotta go one for console, it's probably gonna be Slide 2 Band of Thieves. Mm. Slide 2. That's, that was a lot of fun. Slide 2, very, very fun game. Rounded out at the very end. Uh, oof. Tetris? I love Tetris the Grandmaster 1. That game is disgustingly hard. <laughs> but you're good. It doesn't matter if I'm good because the answer has to be Daytona. Daytona USA has to round out top five. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Daytona is one of those games that if you find one at an arcade and you're good at it, you show everybody Nighty up. <laughs> Not because everybody picks the beginner course. Ah, oh, we want to go in circles. We don't want to turn right. <laughs> yes, because it kills me. I swear, my seat's coming out from underneath me when I'm trying to turn those other. You don't even use the brake. You just let no. Off you guess. No, you. Uh, on, no, you do. You're able to do that. You. You and you did it without the brakes. Yeah, so we had them just disconnect. <laughs> so, disconnected the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> no brakes. No brakes. I don't need them. Drift. <laughs> you learn how to drift in that game. You can take that skill anyway, especially if you go to. Uh, Delta and Bravo is what I'm going to call it. Sam and I are working on our little upside down uh, feature that are, are right. Uh, it's a, yeah, feature. It's, it's feature. not a glitch. It's and a it feature. Is a, all a part of why it doesn't start. 
and I walked up to it, turned it on today, and I pressed the start button. I said, there you go. See, it works. I bet you can't start it a second time, and it did. Yeah, only, <laughs> only when daddy's on it. Hey, daddy has to. Daddy has to. Ice him. What about you? Right? About you? Well, we heard Mega Man 2. Oh, oh Mega Man 2. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to number these just because they well, vary. Mega Man's 2. <laughs> you got that. Yeah, uh, Mega Man 2, that's that's classic. Because um, mine are going to jump around quite a bit. Uh, probably. Uh, should I name these in, like, uh, not, not order of... Doesn't matter when they came out or anything. Because it's going to take up three spots. What is, what is it? Just go, go ahead and throw it out the, there. The Mass Effect trilogy. Oh! Of course. Oh, the Mass go. Effect trilogy. Well, uh, I, I would, I would, I'd give you the trilogy. The whole, as a one game. As a one, yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, like, order-wise, two, three, and then one. Really? You like three over one? Yes, because one is a mess of a game. <laughs> Mess or is three, but no, it's it just controls so bizarrely. Like you have a sprint key that you can use all the time, but it makes you like maybe five percent faster. But then when you're in combat, you sprint for like a second and a half, and you move like your feet are on fire. Ah! In the makeup. Wow, well, talk three, about clipping. Is, is three the one that you, you were playing here and I was watching you play? That was Andromeda. Oh, yeah. Andromeda. Um, I'm not going to include that one in there because that one's a whole bag of worms because it's... Pretty neat. <laughs> pretty neat from what I was getting. Oh, yeah. It's... it's, it's, it's uh, God, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. It's a, <laughs> Send it. <laughs> it's a decent game for different reasons. Like, wise of, like, glitches and bugs, it was a nightmare. And... The surprising fact is Bioware actually worked on it after they released it and continued to work on it, even though after that point it was not making them any more profit. They were doing it. Why did, why did they not it, just, right? just delay the release two months? EA. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> and Bioware still works under EA. Lovely. <sighs> It's just so terrible much. because so much. Hate. There's so many games that I love from EA right before about 2008, like the Need for Speed series. They did yeah. great. They did um, God, Rumble it. Racing. It was probably one of my favorite PS2 games ever. Yeah, the EA road, games. Road Rash. Everything. Yeah, ro- they worked on Road, road Rash. Rash. That's right. Uh, the Immortal. They did do the Immortal, the and then the, the, the early Maddens. Mm-hmm. Madden pre 2007 when they started going online and started giving you card packs and. Oh, so so I'm gonna go on a, on a, another slight oh, tangent here. The House of Lords in uh, in Great Britain, in the UK. Is it Great Britain or is it UK? It's one of those two, because of Brexit. Um, in the House breakfast. of Lords, uh, breakfast. breakfast. Uh, the House of Lords is now calling for loot boxes and loot packs to be considered gambling, and they're oh, no, saying, we're talking about that. Well, no, they're they're like on the cusp of basically banning those in their country, where FIFA is a huge staple. So think about EA losing all that money that they either have to say they either have to rate the game and for mature because football football it has a mature themed element in potentially gambling. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh -uh. So why is a football game rated M? That's weird. So that's going to dump their sales, or they're going to have to make it to where they no longer do card packs and they actually have to make a decent game where you can earn all the cards and not be like, oh, I've got Lionel Messi in a pack. 
Uh, let's throw it to our cares to the wind and just wonder whatever we get. Put money in it and just hope he gets at least what I got a hundred of those. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. what's the point? See, we got Mega Man two. Yep. We Mass got Mass, Mass Effect, Effect trilogy. Trilogy. Oh, okay, that was one. Uh, We're making it tough on you. This too, man. Hmm. Any arcade game or any pinball? That, <laughs> Lady <time>. Luck. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. I I like it, but not. As much as I like like favorites, uh, I respect that. I like Lady Luck. I mean, that's oh yeah, one of my that was that games. was that was a sleeper pull, dude. I don't know how how that game actually turned out as well as it did after you LED kitted it. That thing is just beautiful. That thing is beautiful. Yeah, until you got like nine million on it. <laughs> I, like, I threw so up. A, I threw up a nine point two million game. So I was about weird. to roll that game scoreboard and the ball <laughs> drain. Uh but, um, let me think, because there's so much, so much stuff recently, and so many good games. I love the Metal Gear Solid series as well. That's another one of my... Yeah, that's... I, I don't as much love the storyline because it is a hodgepodge Hideo Kojima mess. <laughs> but they are fun games. It's, it's... It, it still is entertainment. It's still... You know, helps you pass the time. It's fantastic. Keeps you laughing, and there's a lot of great elements. Or you just watch the hour and a half, you know, movie that happens at the end of four. It was literally an hour and a half ending cutscene. Yeah, I was gonna say the the first eighty something minutes. The first one had like it had long cutscenes, but they weren't super long too. Wait, solid or Metal Gear? Metal Gear or Solid? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I was saying you're thinking Solid. Uh, The (laughs) second one started to get a little overboard. Or no, uh, yeah, two is when they just kind of went ballistic. Three, it wasn't as bad. There was a lot of stuff that three is I, yeah, I yeah. sped run it, sped quote unquote speed run it, speed run it. it so many times. I basically played it so many times that I skipped over all the cutscenes and actually forgot a good deal of um, some of the story that was actually could not have even happened in. In like part of Metal Gear Solid Three, because technically that takes place before any of the other ones, because no, it's telling how that's a yeah. prequel. Oh, geez. yes, it tells of how uh, Jack became Big Boss, and Big Boss is technically the the guy who ended up unwillingly giving his DNA to make Solid, Liquid, and Solidus. Didn't uh, wasn't that part of a thing in Phantom Pain too was it wasn't that supposed to be like part of a sequel yes. as well yes yes yeah. that oh, was uh, okay let me see if I can, can chronologically make this make sense because I'm not going to include the uh, VR nonsense and the uh, the Metal Gear Acid but it was Metal Gear Solid 3 that one takes place first 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 <laughs> then there first, was first. Peace Walker, I think, immediately afterwards, and then at the end of that, Mother Base gets destroyed. Wait, wasn't Peace Walker like a DS title? No, it was... Yes. But it also got re-released in an HD collection on PlayStation 3. Oh, so that you could play them in chronological order? Yeah, kind of order. Uh, not chronological order, because it still didn't have, like, four. At least they didn't. Uh, They never came out with a digital release of that. Oh, got it. Really weird, because now you can buy everything in digital release. <laughs> hey, you never have a disc again. You know? So there's Peace Walker, then there is five, and then one, 
two, and then four. Four. Yeah. What? Four. With all what? that, with all that being said, one was still the most amazing thing to me. Oh yeah. He goes, I'm going to, and then you control goes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you're that, talking about um, uh, psychomantis. Yeah, psycho psycho he goes, see my power, and goes, whoop, 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 and you're you're set it down on the, the table. The, the, the controller I vibrates. You like to play Castlevania? <laughs> looking at your it would memory look card. At the, okay, so here's a great thing that they did in that, and I remember this: that they wouldn't just say, "Oh, you like to play Castlevania." They say, "You like to play action adventure games." I notice you have. This on your memory card. Say, hey, you like these Konami games? It's it's like, specifically right, Konami like, games. You're like, what? what? Well, no, it didn't. It didn't per se, or it didn't directly tell you that uh, it was reading your memory card. But it was basically use other Konami titles to go. Hey, I'm actually a psychic to make you kind of. It break yeah. the fourth wall and yeah, kind of. And really then you have to plug your controller into the second controller port. Yeah, who, who in their right and going, mind? And then the electricity went, and you had to hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold well, okay, it. Okay, who, in, who like, in their oh. right mind thinks I'm going to program a game to where you have to put the controller in the other controller port? Usually, you unplug the controller, and plug it in, and it screws it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they went back, I think, in four and did that same trick. No, they did. They did close to that. Well, they, that's what I'm saying. They referenced it. Yeah, because one of the things you could do during. I forget what whatever Mantis name the character's name was. You fight her and you keep getting these she like throws these wires on you and they keep taking control of you via your nano machines. Right. And in like the game puppet. you have a syringe that suppresses your nano machines and basically makes her unable to take control of you for a period of time. And most people mistakenly mistakenly did I say that right? Mistakenly. Yes. Yeah. Would go in and switch their controller. Digitally from to one to two. Right. And, and then, then Otacon would call you. <laughs> yeah. No, that was the thing. It would call you on your phone and go, Snake, that doesn't work. <laughs> I felt real game, stupid. Right? It was brilliant. Because <laughs> I did that first, and then they tell you, it's like, hey, if you have anything to suppress your nano machines, And it's like, oh, so these things I haven't used all game, because... I played on normal, I think, so I didn't use the, oh, I have to use this to, because it, it, like, upped your uh, mental state, because in that game, you have, like, a PTSD meter, more or less, is what it, it, it's, it's very strange. Sounds like amnesia. It's, uh, amnesia the game. Yeah. The game is freaking hard. Um. Alright, so we got so we got yeah. three. So we got Mega Man two, the trilo- uh, Mass Effect trilogy, and the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh and since we were on the topic, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. Oh, you're a Symphony fan, okay. Yeah, Symphony. Uh, yeah, that's probably I don't know if I can group favorite. Bloodstained in there at that. Because it, it's it's newer, but uh-huh. it was made by literally the exact same director Wait, in the same series. Oh no, no, crazy. sorry, I'm thinking of bloodlines. That is crazy toward the end where you change characters. To kill the boss. Back forth, back forth, back forth, back forth. Or maybe that's the second one. Maybe it's the second one I'm talking about. Huh? The the Castlevania, the, the Castlevania kind of like sequel, unofficial is yeah. the Bloodstain, right? Oh, and you're thinking of the, the second one. Is that, is that what that is? Or? You're thinking of the um, what is it called? The uh, the the because they had a Kickstarter in the. I had somebody uh, was streaming it, and I was watching them beat it yesterday. I was like, oh, I'll look around at the intro. Oh my god. So I saw the the guy who who streams who's a world record holder on Ninja Gaiden. 
mm-hmm. for Nintendo, and then the guy who does Castlevania. And they were both on yesterday, and I got to see them live doing it. And then moved over to that Bloodstain. Uh, Wait, Ninja Gaiden, is that Arcus? Yeah. I think is his name? Yeah, the guy with Cowboy Hat? Cowboy Hat, man. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Something, and he's just going through it nice and easy, getting practicing for a tournament. But, oh, wow. um, yeah, this guy was doing the, the Bloodstain. I think it was the second one, if there is a second one. Because as they had these two, like, dinosaur things on the sides, like dragons, mm-hmm. and then the head has a big hole in it and it's dripping blood and you have to change characters at which this robotic looking things that look like um, something from from uh, like Potemkin he, he would punch you jump up and he'd absorb their fire and then you change and literally go like there's 12 characters or 8 characters and they switch and then one character has a spear and she was attacking the mouth and you killed one of the dragons, it, it comes back to life. It's a skeleton. You're able to jump on it and use it for a platform to jump and do an attack. Awesome. And then it comes back to life and you try to kill the other one so you can jump on its head and use it as a platform. Oh, it was, that's super cool. It was a pretty amazing uh, uh, stream. I don't know. I, I'm sorry I did I not catch the guy. That, think, holy crap, what a game. I think that was actually Curse of the Moon 2. Because yeah, they have. Bingo, because they had a 2. <laughs> yeah, there. Well, there's, there's a that actually just came out. It dating us once again. Yeah. <laughs> dating us, yeah. Uh, but they have Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is the one that was the big like 3D or 2.5D like uh, all the other stuff where the main character is Miriam, and they had as it starts on a boat. Yes. The, uh, the Kickstarter had did so well that they a company took over, or I don't know if they paid an extra company or another company, to do Curse of the Moon, or Curse of the something, I've, whatever it is, because I haven't even played that one yet. Uh, but there's Curse Curse of the Moon, I'll just call it Curse of the Moon, and Curse of the Moon 2, and those are both done in an NES style. Ooh. Or an NES. Would it be NES or Super NES? Uh, NES. I don't know. I haven't played the second one, but I'm pretty sure it's NES style, but in so many ways it's it couldn't couldn't possibly be NES because of the color palette and all that stuff. Right, that's that's why I was thinking it's Super NES. But but a la 2D pixel. Yeah, the sprites are still very much okay, reminiscent yeah. of uh, of uh, the uh, NES. Um, Richter with his two-step walk cycle. The <laughs> <laughs> thing that just I never never got away from that was so cool was the was the whip. Was the, did that little echo plex? I'm like, yeah. hey, that's pretty cool for a bit. That's pretty neat. Um, last game, last game, last game. <sighs> this is hard because I did, I did classic, modern, well, kind of retro, pseudo retro. I don't even know what to call because Mass Effect was released like over ten years or close to ten years ago now. Uh, Metal Gear Solid spans like a long, long time. Is it funny how we all break out and nobody says Mario, and that's like everybody's go-to. Mario anything, Mario this, Mario that. Mario's always been there, but... If you, if you made that the only game I had to play, uh-uh, yeah. no. But I'd, know, I'd throw the NES like down. In, like in the Man, 70s, still Mario was around. In the early 80s, Mario was around. I mean, not, until, you know, not until 85. I mean, technically, you know, he was in Kong, but no, it's Jumpman, so I missed video there. Remember, the jump button makes jump, jump man, man jump. jump. <laughs> Aptly named, I think. Uh, I think 
Sitting here stroking your beard going, huh, what's he going to say? I think I'm going to go go with a racing game on this last one. And I'm going to say Initial D just because it took me by... Which one? Oh, good one. <laughs> the Initial uh, <laughs> Volume, was it Volume? They have volumes, uh, right? no, no, it's... Uh, um, edition? edition uh, no, no, it's... Uh, um, no, I just had it in my head. <laughs> I forgot. I just had it in my... Stage. Stage, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which one was the last one I played because it was so long ago. Stage three for me. It's still oh, hard. To I think it those. was three because I remember two was the first one I played. The, it's still the, really hard to get those arcade games. The very first one. Price. The first oh, yeah, one's not great. Country. The second one is is okay, but the third one was the one I fell in love with. Yeah. Well, I played the. There was another game also that took the the memory cards. That was actually like a playing card. Right. But, are you, are you talking about a racing game? Was it was it was it a playtime piece? Are you talking about Wangan Midnight, uh, Midnight Wangan Street? Uh, that, yeah, that, that one had the cards. Yeah, Wangan Midnight. I think that's what it's called. Maximum I, Tune. Maximum Tune. That's, that's what it's called. Because like, there were there were four of them at playtime to get it. Really? Yeah, there was four of them. Then then of course they had those, and that's really what you guys are talking about. Then they had three of the Fast and Furious Super Bikes and three Fast and Furious Base. Uh, uh, no, it was uh, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drifts, which. Um, the Fast and Furious uh, graphics cards. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going out. Sam's giving me a box of them. Oh, so very nice. Switch it out. <laughs> He's like, just wait, as, as in turn it into Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? No, as or? in it will fix the problem. Oh, okay. I was like, upgrade? It's a cross grade, just straight across. It's just straight across. Stops working, working. No, okay, so it's funny that you say cross grade because there is something funny that happened. I think it was, unfortunately, EA again that put these out. Go figure. That it was uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two mm-hmm. in the cabinet, but you could cross grade slash upgrade them into Need for Speed Underground. You could just straight up like and the ones at playtime. They had two undergrounds. Remember during the they, they did have two they undergrounds, had two undergrounds right. and they went two different directions. That's they, crazy. They were just so weird. I so would weird. Like you want them both, you know? You would think that if somebody one. buys one, they're gonna buy them both. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a quick backstory of this. Is that Dan and I worked at? Well, actually, Dan for how many years worked at Playtime? Yeah, four or five. Years. He, he worked a couple of years at Playtime. Well, Playtime shuts down. I had never seen the place. I had considered going there when I first got into Little Rock after the, the Air Force put me here, and I thought, okay, that's kind of a kind of a like a Chuck E. Cheese place. I'm not really gonna go, whatever. Which would have been funny if I had run into Dan prior to running into Dan. <laughs> uh, but so Playtime Pizza closes. And they had a bunch of games up there. They had a couple of the Midnight Tunes. They had, uh, like we said, a couple of Super Bikes. Uh, they had a, an airplane, not simulator, but like a World War II, like yeah, P fifty one Mustang kind of thing. Uh, Flying Angels. Flying WW2, Angels. I think that's what it is. World War Two. Uh, that was great, but they didn't link. No, which was so weird. It was they like, didn't. You link. have a, a Microsoft based game. Uh, they don't link. So you can't have dogfights against each other, or you can't fight together. Like there was no campaign. It was you take the home version and you stick it in a cabinet, and you don't put any enhancements in yeah. it, so you can't link it. Yeah. How many? How, how many air hockey tables? Like four? Yeah, more like twelve. Were there twelve? Yeah, one or two. I thought there were like four, maybe there, six. Remember, just the section where all the air. That's hockey what tables I. That's were, what I'm saying. And then you had a couple section. on the other side. Oh lord! And they moved them all in. It, them I, all I couldn't remember that. They had a uh, uh, haunted, is a haunted mansion or a haunted tower? Welcome to the haunted hotel. 
On a hotel, you can hear that damn thing across the arcade. So playtime closes, and we get we get uh, brought on by a guy named Bill Ramsey. He works at uh, Sold, great guy, great Sold guy. Global. Love Bill Ramsey. He's an great awesome guy. dude. We worked for three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, some almost a month. Almost a month. While, so while so running the arcade, well, while and moving it, too. while running the arcade, and while moving the arcade into the new location. Yeah, we were working tired. during the day. We'd we'd wake up at seven a.m. Get there by eight. Yeah, we work were. work until about four or five o'clock, and we had to come back here and open the arcade. And we busted our butts to get everything ready for the auction. We're talking about at least a first day two, we had two hundred fifty thousand two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of worth of games, Crazy. not counting in the go karts and not counting in you know all the chairs and all the other nonsense, which was bowling and all yeah, that, all that giant stuff. bowling yeah. thing. That dude wanted us to break it down for five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't think you, so. You can suck my butt. <laughs> Higher on somebody else, buddy. And what do they? They fly a team out there that yeah, costs like a team out that costs them like twenty four hundred bucks. <laughs> and they wanted to pay you five hundred. He wanted to pay us five hundred just between Dan and I. We're like, I, I told uh-uh. him, it ain't happening. Nice thing though was we did get the Global VR Classics and. Uh, Bill gave it to us for a really good, good really deal. Good steal. And that's actually where our red dolly came from. That MVP, After about yeah. 25 years of doing it the hard way. We, we don't do it the we didn't do it the hard way, or we didn't do it the easy way, we do it the hard way. And we finally now have that, and everybody's like, oh no, I'm using that one. <laughs> sure as heck to save your butt. Yeah. And there was a there was an Indiana Jones four pinball there, oh. which I wanted so badly, and I knew I wasn't gonna get it. Well, I, I was anyway. fairly certain I wasn't gonna get it, but I was hoping that people were a little more pinball savvy, knowing that that pin is not worth the wood that it's printed on. Oh, good lord! It's so it's so bad that it, it's just extremely repetitive. You literally hit the same shot about twenty times in one game to finish a mode. It's it's like. Delta East Star Wars. Delta East Dad, Star Wars. Daddy East Star Delta Wars. East. Yeah, Dad East. Uh, um, so there was a there was a Indiana Jones four pin there that we were trying to get. We actually tried to get another machine, which was the other Global VR Classics, and we didn't get that one. We got the first one, and then once I guess somebody at the auction realized that these things were actually decent, they outbid us on the second one, which was fine. Yeah, but, but we had the we, we, we only the we only one. wanted the one. We had the nicest one. And then <laughs> there was a uh, a DDR Supernova. Oh man, yeah. Was it two? Uh, yeah, it was two. It was two, and I remember Chris uh, Zofer telling me about this that it was the only dedicated Supernova two in the state of Arkansas, and it was so bad that whoever whoever was working on it at the time didn't even put a monitor in it. They literally took like a computer monitor, like an eighteen or twenty four inch computer monitor, and just set it in there. Didn't mount it. Didn't yeah. screw it down. Now, didn't bolt it down. Don't feel bad because the person who did that we might know is. Yeah, he, uh, he just did what he had to to keep it up and running because he did. funds at the time were, were down to next to nothing. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, you know how we you, you you do make do with what you've got, and that kept people playing it. it did and but, and uh, Chris Chris was actually there with us at the auction. I didn't know him at the time. You right, did. I did. And I'm like, who's who's this guy who's like trying to go crazy with this DDR. I mean, we, we actually wanted it, too. Right. It, it we was, knew we weren't going to be able to. We were pretty sure we weren't because Chris was there, and I think his, his at-the-time wife was there. Uh, no, it was a friend of his. Was there. Oh, was it a friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and that and went they, real bad because people just basically came out of the woodwork that had un, unlimited funds. It wasn't it even out of the woodwork. It was one guy who had scooped up 
like 15 things before then and he just has money to throw around i mean he's he's sitting there you know throwing hundreds at everything and we're like okay we're watching chris go no way a thousand this guy goes 1100 12 13 14 15 and and chris is like uh Forget it. Uh oh. <laughs> well, Chris, and the guy ended up paying like twenty five hundred for Chris it. Chris has got resources. He's probably the most knowledgeable person I know about DDR and rhythm games, and it's really good to, to have him as a friend. Oh, it absolutely and, uh, is. He helped us fix our DDR, yeah, our pump it up. He's and, been there for us, and it really the the rhythm games that we have, our pump it up and our DDR, are in great shape because of him. Absolutely, That's something that was uh, not my. Not my toolbox. It's not he taught mine. Us, taught us how to take better care of them and vacuum them and clean them. And, and it just people love them, and we're glad we have we have them here because so which, many arcades don't have which them. Is, which is so upsetting that I see kids jumping around on them. I'm like, no, no, I'm like, no, stop! Really hard to break have, that. You don't plexi. have to stop on them. No, it's hard to break that plexi, but if you really wanted to, you could probably. <laughs> Pow! I broke my foot too, but I did it. <laughs> but. Like, like guys at these auctions that were going on our, our philosophy on the whole arcade thing is buy it broke and make it great and these guys throwing the money at it with what happened with COVID how do you recover from that we're having a hard enough time as we, it is we bought junk and fixed can you imagine buying something for way more than it's worth maybe five times its value just because you have the money just because you have the money you don't have the money anymore you know <laughs> now your monies are, or monies money is money, reallocated to uh, money, money, money. staying afloat or trying to stay afloat speaking of monies so I, I'm going to assume you're, you're done with your list am I, am I correct yeah that was yeah, awesome. alright cool so, so I want to talk about pinballs for a little for a little bit so as of uh the recording of this there's at least two or three new companies that i know that are coming out so you got uh deep root riot uh we have riot pinball I just like the sound of that riot. Yeah, riot pinball and uh suncoast potentially i don't know what's going on with suncoast. Uh, we don't know what's going on with that uh there there are talks of of some other games coming out but there's at least three or four new companies that are coming out and and the reason this is good uh, what's the phrase? Is it something about competition yeah, stirs? Competition st- uh, stirs innovation. Yeah, competition stirs innovation. Right back. All right, so Dan's so Dan's cool. gonna go to the bathroom real quick. Gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you probably hear him in the background. So you have three or four new companies that are coming out that are that are trying to really push these new themes, these new innovations. So Riot Pinball has a game called Legends of Valhalla, which actually looks really freaking smart for the guys who are listening to the podcast. Take a look at that one. Uh, Deep Root has something coming out, and I think it's called it's it's uh, acronymed Raza R A Z A. I think it's something. It's like Royal Atomic Zombie Apocalypse or something like that. What? It looks really freaking cool. That was supposed to debut at Texas Pinball Festival this year. Oh man! Uh, Legends of Valhalla was not going to debut because it didn't come out until this month dating ourselves again but the reason i get i get behind this is because stern for the longest time was the only pinball company from about 2000 uh i'd say about 2001 2002 to about 2000 i'd say probably 16 was jersey jack when did, when did jersey jack come on see maybe 26 when did Jersey Jack come on the scene? 2016 or 2015? Uh, I think they were in development. Everybody was laughing at them in 2013. They were... Wizard of Oz. When did you go play Wizard of Oz? That was the was trip that... I took just before you went. Was that 2015? Uh, 
Uh, what was that, 14? 14. So Jersey Jack, so 2014. Yeah, because, I mean, it was there. Um, and you were playing. Yeah, I got that play. one. That was cool. theirs. Then they also had dialed in, which wasn't really a great one. the bathroom, guys? It's gone back to Dr. Frankenstein's laboratory. Like, oh, the light, like, the light flicker. Flicker, flicker. So I gotta fix that. That's so Stern, cool. Stern was the only, the only pinball manufacturer about 2001, 2014, and they had a grip on the market. They could throw out whatever they wanted. And once they started to realize that more companies are getting back into the game, people like Chicago Coin who are bringing back uh, classic '90s pins and revamping them with new tech. Um, who it was else, really good. Who else just did. came out? They had they had Jersey Jack, and there was another company that, that came out and started threatening them. We got Spooky. Spooky. Thank Spooky you. I couldn't remember Spooky. Definitely. That gave me chills. Nightmare Castle. Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. That's and funny. the one that mattered was Total Nuclear Annihilation. But Stern had a grip on the market, and now that all these other companies are coming in, Stern realizes, well, we gotta we got to pump out not only more games, but better games. And the problem is, after about 2016, their production quality started to... to really drop off they repackaged one pin three different times what was uh they had that was a, it was started as a woe nelly big melons right. which turned into a primus or sorry which turned into a paps can crusher which turned into primus now you also had the uh the shrek the shrek was just uh they used it later as the family, family guy, guy vice yeah. versa and well then, they had, well, uh, then let's look at let's look at Elvira house of horrors Oh yeah. For for those of you who are who are listening on the podcast, do me a favor and there's actually two I want you to look up. It's Elvira House of Horrors and Medieval Madness. Madness. That's the first uh, group I want you to look up. Loose, the loose second one in your The second one is The Beatles and Sea Witch. Sea Witch. And Sea Witch was like 1979 yeah, Stern. I think it was Stern. still Stern. Look at those two look at all four of those playfields and look at the two that I talked about grouped together. You're going to realize that Stern has been getting very lazy as of lately. You know, it's a breakdown. I hate to say lazy. So you go with something that works and you reskin it uh, for a quick buck. But a lot of people love pinball because of the theme. So they could take Terminator 2 and redo it with a whole new theme. Uh, You know, say it's an alien robot invasion. And it would still work. That'd be awesome. It would still work. Put some rock and roll music in there and, and some really great sound effects. And, you know, maybe get Scott Denisi in there throwing in some awesome music. Scott ain't going to work with Stern. <laughs> I understand that, but, but yeah. I'm just saying that there you go. Yeah. It can be done. And go, eh, I reskinned it, and it's pretty much the same shots. Which is, which is weird because that's exactly what they did with Heavy Metal. Bingo. Well, that was the home. That's the home version of Star Wars. There you go. So they, they so the home version of Star Wars was forty five hundred dollars, and it was supposed to be easier to work on for the for the home consumer. It's supposed to be okay. Well, I don't have as many drop targets or as moving parts. If something goes wrong, I can I can fiddle with it. And then they go out of their way to repackage the Star Wars home pings. They realize they're not doing so well into a heavy metal pinball, which is which has nothing to do with the movie, but has some of the movie characters because they also exist in the magazine. Exactly. I didn't know. I didn't know if you had seen that, Eric. Did I show you that the heavy metal? Uh, I think so. Yeah, they want eight, they want eight thousand dollars for you're it. You're talking yeah, about. I remember that. Ugh. I think I remember looking at it, and I was like, that, the, that, 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 that. No, that, really, <laughs> really, why, really, why? <laughs> so, they, and the funny thing is, is that from about half the playfield up, it looks and resembles heavy metal. From the half playfield down. It looks, it looks like, like something like a 16-year-old artist drew in like high school yeah, that doesn't, doesn't resemble really heavy metal at all. I don't want to be insulted to the artist, but I, I 
Take the source material. It's like, uh, maybe it was because Columbia Pictures and and Paramount and all that, they have so many licensing issues. How hard it was for them to bring out the movie on Blu-ray or DVD, they had such a hard time because all these different musicians, artists, had all their music owned by all these different companies. And you had to go through all these hoops. And all you took is one guy saying, no, you can't. You can't bring the movie on. And that's that's well, that, that's fine for the movie, but if you're gonna if you're gonna take a pinball that has a comic base, you already yeah. have is it Tarna is her name Tarna. You already have Tarna on the playfield. You already had the B fifty two ghost skeleton bombers on the playfield yeah. from taking a ride. You could have done uh, uh, Link, Captain Captain Ken, what's his Ken, name Captain Lincoln Stern and, and Captain uh, Stern and Beezer. Yeah, you could have put. Why didn't you put them on the playfield? Den Den should be. He's one of the most popular magazine characters. So if he doesn't show up in that pin, how are you saying it's the magazine? I used to read Dan in Heavy Metal Magazine when I was younger. Christian looks in my brother's head. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God, there's naked in there. Oh my God, there's naked in there. No, there were. There were yeah, there. you're like, yeah, I know. So, so it's funny that you mentioned naked because South Park did a whole episode Oh. Dedicated to heavy metal, right, heavy metal which yeah, is yeah. nothing but boobs. It's like the, yeah. You must go fight in the breastfury in Nepopolis. Nepopolis, yeah. <laughs> it was that, terrible. That was the one about getting high off of cat urine. Yes. But okay, so but even on the heavy metal pin, it has the Corvette. But does it have the Corvette with the parachute with the with the astronaut in it? Uh, I don't know if it has the astronaut in it, but where where is the Lochnar? Wouldn't that have the, the pinball itself should have just been the lock. Should have just been a green, it should have been a green ball. ball, and it glows. Like the well, glow no, ball they can't. They can't do that. No, that doesn't can't. tear up the. Pinball. Okay, <laughs> that, that, I agree porcelain with you. Porcelain dip, but Den's not on that. Point. At least I'm not seeing him. Am I missing him? Because that's the whole point of. All right, if we're gonna renew the excuse that we're doing the magazine, then Den's not there. Then you shit. <laughs> <laughs> now. He's he's one of the biggest characters from the mix. He's been on more covers that I can remember. Yeah, it's like making a Conan movie and Arnold Schwarzenegger not in it. Yeah, the state of pinball right now is in a weird spot because Stern is 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 on a very downward slope, but they might have had a slight high point with TMNT that just dropped. Right, and so and like we're excited so, about that. I mean, I, I mean I, well, I don't we we looked at the arcade. Nuts, we looked at the arcade and we said, okay, things like Iron Maiden, okay, kind of a weird theme. Uh, maybe a little bit outlandish for, for the South. I think we, we both called it wrong on that one. We looked at it and go, man, that looks like trash. But, well, no, like no, no, I'm not talking about the theme. Yeah. The theme itself, we looked at, okay, maybe not everybody's into the Iron Maiden thing. But it's a great pinball. But we all looked at the pin and we said, I know every single shot and where every single one of these things came from. We looked at it and said, this is going to be garbage. And it was beautiful. And then we played it and we said, oh my God, why have we not bought one of these yeah, yet? We, you know, we were so <laughs> wrong about it. And... Um, but you're going to find that on this podcast where uh, when we're wrong, we're going, we're going to tell you we were wrong. For, for um, those of you who want to experience it, if you have the means and the availability, Texas Pinball Festival 2021, yeah. we'll we be, will there. be there. We'll uh, be there, uh, pro- provided COVID doesn't go through the entire year. <laughs> but we will be there. We'll be playing new pinballs. And, and we looked at things like Iron Maiden, and that would be a great addition for the arcade. We looked at TMNT. It said 80s theme. Great. Beautiful pinball. The animated instead of going with the movie version of the Turtles, it's really great. The, they did their own animation for it. That's cool. They, they did all their own animation, semi based on the show. Which show? 
Uh, the original the, the series. The original animated series. Oh. The original animated series. Not not the 2011-2012 the Nickelodeon series. <laughs> I was going to say, I have to ask that because now there's so many different... There's so much. Actually, it's more movies than anything. It wasn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Hero Turtles? Wasn't Teenage Mutant movie? Hero Turtles in Europe because they couldn't be ninjas. It's too violent, man. It's ninjas. too violent. Oh, it's too violent, but one has a katana, a, a twin katana. Yeah. One has twin size. One has nunchucks. Size like... You- and, you know, you can't help but hit somebody with a sword or a side. like, stuck them. Stab. What, right are you gonna get, what, did, what did they do in the European version? Get, like, redraw and give them a bat? <laughs> a I think it's more violent to bludgeon somebody. Yeah. Which is weird, because in Europe, you can't show video of headbutting somebody in a movie. I'm dead serious. I just stopped everybody up with that one. Yeah, because... So, so, like, I'll give you an example. The Matrix. The Matrix was censored in Europe on the headbutting scene. Like, in the subway, where, where uh, uh, Neo and, and uh, Agent Smith are next to each other, and boom, 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 yeah, and they're headbutting each other. They censored that out. So weird. But he brought his foot back like this and kicked him in the face. Pow, no problem. But not the headbutt. It's too not, much. Not Double the head. head. Bam. Bam. And I don't uh, understand that. That thing, that strange thing is like... Japan and the Samurai, where you 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 play uh, Mitsurugi in Soul Calibur, mm-hmm. you know, and here he's called Arthur. Or there he's called Arthur. Here he's called Mitsurugi, and he's actually a samurai here. And there it's like, oh no, uh, no, thank you, samurai. We, we can't do that. You, see, you can't have so, samurais in Japan, and so you, your name Arthur, and your and name cannot be Goki. Yeah, it can't be Goki. I mean, or sorry, no, it cannot be Akuma. It cannot yeah. be Akuma. It has to be the guy's name before he became a demon because we can't talk about the demons. Well, that's so that's, that's the... really weird, and, and which doesn't explain why Bison's bigger, bigger like that. You know, all that well, no, it, it does. No, because remember Mike Tyson, Mike. Yeah, Bison. It, and that's but, why they had to eventually change. But it's like why just leave it and we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, they, they got sued. They got they got sued by by Mike Tyson. So, they so funny. They actually they just, got sued. They 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 had they went to court. Somebody correct me in the podcast Vega, if I'm wrong. Vega was Bison's body, and then Balrog was Vega's body, and M. Bison was Mike Bison, like as yeah, Balrog, Mike yeah. Tyson, and then they said they. But just, I didn't know there was actual like it, lawsuits going on. It, it, I think it went to court, and they just said, "Okay, look, we'll sell this out of court. We'll just, change the name. We're just gonna change the name." Ah. And so they were like, well, we got to change him to somebody else. So just swap all the names around but, instead of swapping Vega and. And Bison, which yeah. would have seemed a little weird for for the boxer character to be named Vega, they gave it to Claw, right? Because and, and that's why that's why it, when you talk on all these forums, Balrog, you, you talk on all these forums, <laughs> you talk on all these forums. They say, oh, you're talking about M. Bison? No, boxer, Claw, dictator. Yeah, that's, because that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's across the board. Claw, dictator, everybody agrees. Because no matter where you go, and Sagat's just like. What? what happened, I, man? man, I'm chopped liver. A chopped liver. In fact, they're going to put Fong in there instead. You know, oh, they didn't want Fong. So you know what? Ah, I'm back. I'm back. Well, yeah, I was going to say he's, <laughs> he's in the Street Fighter Five now. Yeah, that's so funny though. Ah, too many shadows. You know why? Because we like them. <laughs> and more people I use like this stupid uh, Blanca mascot thing just to mess with people. Oh, they they are not allowing that in Street Fighter Five tournaments anymore. Really? Why? You cannot play as as that costume. <laughs> Really? I'm dead serious. What's the reason? Do I they... don't remember. Oh. I think it has something to do with the hitboxes. Really? Oh, be, well, because, because I think they, I, 
again, somebody correct me if I'm it wrong. It might just be the way it looks. It's, That's what I'm saying. Like, like the hand, if the hand sticks out farther than what it looks like, or if it doesn't stick out far enough, or something like that. Yeah. Like if you go to kick him, and it looks like it would hit the costume, <laughs> but not the hitbox. Yeah. That, I think that's why they banned it. That reminds me of like just the, the problem. It's not finished anyway, right? <laughs> just keep fixing it. The Soul Calibur Creator characters had that same problems because you could have someone with the. The soul of whoever. So one of the weirdest ones, I think, was like. Cause I'm trying to think of the like short character. Or... No, I'm trying to think of one of the shorter characters because like Ivy's like six foot something. You're talking about like Talon. Talon yeah. would be really small. Yeah. Well, let's go because I don't know anybody who really uses. I'll I'll say Taki because she's. I like Taki. Yeah. She's like middle range. Like I had. Wow. It, we were making like characters for fun at one point, and I made like a shorter character, and so. She was short, and her daggers only extended out so far, but it's like they actually extended out like a good, like... Into the person's body. <laughs> like six extra inches yeah, out and of it's, the hitbox. Yeah, and it's so deceptive, because it's like, you hit them, actually hit them, and uh, <laughs> it really didn't look like it should have hit. You know what? I'd say but, leave it to the professionals, but we see what that gets us a lot of times. Hey, oh, they gotta patch it. <laughs> well, okay, so so let's go into the patching thing because we, we talk all, all the time about these patches. Caltrops, caltrops. Oh, yeah, Aaron Black with the caltrops. <laughs> uh, talk about things like uh, Street Fighter Five got patched so much, but you, you talk about these arcade games that never got patches. Let's take Marvel 2, for example. You have dumb, glitchy throws and, and infinites that are terrible, and then they went and made a port on the PS3 version that somehow had a few more glitches that were not even... In the original, stuff? but they fixed things like Ruby Hearts glitch, right? And I don't think they ever fixed the Spider Man glitch where Spider Man's the assistant who comes in. If you're Gal and you flash kick him, he goes, <laughs> he like holds up there for a while and then he goes out. No, but they didn't fix the uh, the wave glitch either. Where if you do like a certain like Gal's flash kick mm-hmm. with the super and you hit him in just the right way, the wave stays on the screen. Yeah, goes, oh, it's very goofy, man. But we're talking. But if you want to talk balancing patches, you don't get balancing patches in an arcade, an arcade version. Game, yeah. You go, well, this character's clearly overpowered. Everybody's probably going to use that character. So, oh yeah. In Mortal Kombat Two, uh, is that way. And I remember playing against Wes Copeland, and I was like, well, if you're going to beat me because I picked this guy, you're picking the person who can beat that character because they got to do a fatality or don't count. Ah ah ah. Uh, 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 doesn't I think, count. I think in tournaments, I know that takes extra time, but I just think that's just, just, just putting like frosting on the top of the cake when you get to pick. What, what they started to do now in so long. What they started to do now in tournaments is they they say, well, once you get to the fatality screen, they literally just start quit and go back to like restart the le- or restart right. the match. They're like, look, we already know you're going to do a look damn how fatality. Long, look how long it would add time to the. To they the actually, they, I don't want to say they start banning fatalities. They kind of frowned upon and they're like, yeah. look. You're taking more time than we need. Just you already won the match. Just hit character select or restart. If you're if looking at your opponent, I wonder if that's why they added brutalities. So you could just go. So you still got a still got a fatality pseudo. You're talking about the one where when it when it does the flashing life at the very end, you do like the one certain move and just kills them instantly. Yes. Yeah, I think that was intended. I think that was intentional. That would end it, and it's still you still you know get the gravitas. You get that little. Flair, yeah, still got it. Jacks wins, you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's fair. But yeah, I, I like that, that a lot of these games are unpatched. Yeah, the, the, the arcade it's great. I mean, I've always liked that. I go, well, deal with it. You got to get around it. You have to figure out how to bait somebody. That's when you get back into the mind game. 
Yeah. If somebody's obviously got you overpowered, the character's overpowered, then you got to get inside somebody's head and start, you know, juking doing them things that they're not expecting. That's the only chance I had. One of our customers comes in and he just beat me like a redheaded stepchild. Terrible. No offense. But, <laughs> <laughs> just, Stop. Just whipped me so bad. It's like I really wasn't playing. You know, and, and he says the only thing that, that was giving me a chance is I started doing things that just didn't make any sense. I would just, I'd wait and, and then I'd punch him and that's for, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, Dan's doing like this like head bobbing <laughs> thing. He'd <laughs> stick his head in and go, yeah, hit me. Yeah. No, I don't think you do. Pow. Pow. <laughs> yeah. Where in any other Street Fighter style game, I'm usually super aggressive and then I get whipped a little bit and I'm re, I pulled in all my tentacles and I... I tend to be real play safe and I'll poke safe, you poke a little bit well yeah. do the, anyway. the jab one two three oh stars oh I got you in stars from three hits what <laughs> yeah that just never makes any sense how, how you can get stars from three hits and Dan does it to me all the time I don't even talk about Street Fighter 2 and a one the two, two and the three, three. if you ever come up to the arcade ask Dan to show, to show you the one two three on uh, on on uh, Street Fighter, this is before things of block stun and yeah. hit stun, parry and all that other stuff. This is just uh, <laughs> chest splash, chest splash, chest splash, chest. Splash. Oh, you're dead. You're oh, dead. stars. <laughs> Put some handcuffs on him and go. Oh, I'm gonna reset the machine. That's the greatest thing in the world. That's the greatest thing in the world. Shut you down. Is, is if somebody if somebody's being a butthead, and it doesn't really matter when it's on free play because they're like, okay, yeah, shut up. When you find an arcade machine out in the wild that takes quarters and somebody's being a real butthole you play as guile you do you put him in stars if you can hold down for flash kick back throw and then throw up the flash kick and it just resets the machine it says nope your quarter's gone bye <laughs> well, why'd you do that because you're being a butthole <laughs> okay so I'm going to tell you a story about a, a, the now defunct joystick game bar well they're not defunct yet but remember uh Jeff King was talking to us about that. Something about a, a bar over there is it what is it closed or I think they, they, they mostly migrated all their stuff over. They 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 really went downhill is what Jeff and his buddy said. Remember that? Yeah, something about not having high scores and they don't have high scores. They put on Netflix now for some reason. I don't TV. understand. Well anyway, so I'm I'm over there at Joystick. This was four years ago. I'm picking up the Road Kings and the Fast and Furious that we now have in our uh, in our arcade. And I stayed there the night. Actually, I stayed there two nights so I could have some rest and, and, and adjust. I needed I needed to sleep. It was a ten a hour drive. So I go to Joystick and I play around on Galaga. I kill screen their machine like three point five million. The guy eventually buys me a, uh, a shot, which was great. And um, slow this guy down. I'm dicking around on Mortal Kombat too, and um, I'm messing around with it. And some guy comes up and challenges me. He's like, "Yeah, I used to be really good at Mortal Kombat back in the day." I go, "Let's well, see how good you are now." I'm, dunk, you I'm dunking on him with katana. Throwing up, uh, throwing up the the grab, oh, and God. doing the, the air combo, yeah. And uh, and I go up and I fatality him, and he goes, "Man, you're you're pretty good, actually." I go, "Yeah, I'm all right." And, and his wife goes, "Do you really have nothing better to do? Are you just really that good at video games?" I said, "Well, it could either be because I'm gay or I have 16 world records. Take your pick. Take your pick." <laughs> well, the sad thing is, is, when somebody comes up and said, "I used to be," you're, he's already hung by the tongue. Yeah, you're right. You used to be. You used to be good at it because yeah. you're not good at it right now, and it's a sad thing to do. And I try my hardest not to hurt people's feelings and stuff like that. Like I'm just gonna shut up 
You you uh, don't ever, and I learned this the hard way going up to nineteen eighty four. You don't go into something. You don't ever. Uh, for the people who are listening, <laughs> I, I recommend that if you're gonna go into an arcade, don't ever say, "Man, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna beat your high score. I'm gonna beat your ass." Because if you don't, you're gonna look real stupid. But if you go up there and, and people say, "Hey, you good at a game?" You go, oh, "All right, I'm all right." I, mean, I do well. I, I, like I think that. I do well for myself. And if you if you throw up a kill screen, you throw up a million point game or whatever, people go, "Wow, I thought you said you were all right. You're I really am. good." You go, "I am all right." I'm I mean, all right. What, what do you want? See people better than me. I mean, I mean, just because I'm better than you doesn't mean I'm good. It just means I'm all right relatively. I'll let terrible. you make that distinction. They're terrible, but we don't have to say that. Yeah, hey, I don't say that out loud. <laughs> there's, uh, there's just. A peaceable way of going in. We like to teach people to be better at games, and if they have some information, and we can get better, we want to hear that. I want to know because I'm not playing it for me. I'm playing it and getting better at it for everybody who's going to come through the door and talk to us. What I don't like is people who try to keep secrets in games. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to show you this really cool trick, but behind my back, so yeah, nobody yeah, else can see." Isn't that cool? Look, oh, look, I did the thing. So I'm so-and-so, and, so and uh, look at me. So, yeah, we don't do that. We, 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 we want you to be better than us. We want you to be better than we are. And if you put your time and efforts into it, you know, like they say about the grind, ain't going to give you nothing you ain't worked for. Yeah, but so if somebody comes in, and I actually got dunked on Marvel 2. Dude was doing infinites. And I'm not sitting there like, salty, you know, you're doing our cheapest infinite in the game. I'm going, oh, crap, keep going, keep going. Yeah, we get excited <laughs> when we get beat. <laughs> Not because we're so good and it rarely ever happens. It's that when it happens, it really takes it's us special. off guard. Because we, you know, you play people and, and you expect them to do well, but you really don't expect people to excel at it. Because we're surrounded by the games and we have access to them all the time. That's a, lo a lot of differences, uh, like with MAME. We don't dog MAME at all. Um, without the original boards, you wouldn't have MAME. But like Wes Copeland said, be inclusive. These guys can't, or uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, are unable to get a hold of the games, so they play on main. But we have access to the original games, and it's a daily thing, so it's different for us. It's it's a part of our daily life. We have. I look at them we, literally every single day. Yeah, and Monday, you know, Tuesday, we're not here. We're still here. <laughs> we're still here. We're just not open. We're not making any money. We're, exactly. You know, we're just we see the games every single day, and they're like our children. Yeah, and we we want to we want to just express that we enjoy being being here and having these machines for everybody to come and enjoy them, and uh, we want people to be better than us. That's, it's just really it. And in case Donkey Kong, no problem. People are. No, people are. They're, they're much better than well, let's I am. see. I'm, I'm 99th in the world right now. There's yeah, 98 nice. people in the world, including Josh. So so we got Josh sitting at, what, 34th because 30, somebody because, uh, shuffled um, something? Uh, Andrew Barra threw up a 1.1 million. Yeah, that's great. He is Andrew, up to 15th all-time, 7th all-time on main. Sheesh. Because he did it on main. Yeah, hey, that's, that's cool. That's, it's, 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 it's still good, but, man, I... I'd love to see when arcade scores go up. Yeah, um, I, I like I like the inclusive idea, but I also like separating and say, this was done on the arcade, this was done on Mame, this was done on a sixteen-one or a multi-cade, and that way you you have multiple champions. I'm the best at this. I'm the best at that. Hey, I'm the best at this. For, for the purposes of, of the world record, they really only care about one. But if you can say you are the best Mame player, well, then guess what? You're number one. Yeah, you're number one. Because you're, the, you're the best main player. And who is the best main? I mean, Dean, Dean Saglio. Dean Saglio is really, really good. 
Um, I don't, extremely good. I could be wrong. Uh, that happens all the time. But um, <laughs> it, um, as far as I know, he's, he's the best player. Yeah. And uh, he actually has a hard time playing it on, on an arcade. Dean was the first one to show us that 1.2 was possible. So he, and, and Wes had talked about this in, in, in length. He said, we're not even sure if 1.2 million is possible on the arcade. This is before they started learning a few extra tricks. Just because of the movement time that it takes to go from, let's say, right to left on an arcade stick is about four times as long as right to left on on a keyboard. Yeah. Because you have to think about moving an actual physical stick rather than taking your finger and immediately tapping a different direction. I mean, it's almost instant. So they're saying that 1.2 wasn't possible for a while. Playing playing uh, Donkey Kong uh, with a keyboard is kind of like track and field. Because <laughs> you can go left and right, baby. I don't know, though. It doesn't get you. Don't get the same feedback from from a keyboard. Because I played on both. Absolutely, with the spring, you know, the spring in the Donkey Kong, and it depends on you playing it how how much of a spring you want a lot of people like it tighter most people like it loose on a donkey Kong. they just they do i like it somewhere in the middle Some I, I mean i'm not 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 so tight that it always snaps back into the start <laughs> but not so loose that it stays on one side it's, it's somewhere well, about being clean you know getting all the well that's what i'm saying somewhere in the somewhere in the middle where it still comes back but not not where it jumps back into the middle because because for for me because i do this this weird thing called the lead off on the springs for my wrist to be going back and forth that much would kill me by 300,000. Well, right. That's why I need a little looser. That's what Wes was talking about. You, know, you can't have a stick that's like like a competition fighting stick that's set for four away. You cannot play Donkey Kong on a long time. You know, 15, 20 minutes, you're done. It's going to kill you. It's just yeah. going to kill your wrist. Trying to roll quarter circles doing that. <laughs> you know, um, granted, the way Mortal Kombat's competition stick's cool. You can tap and go back and forth. Yes, I don't like hold that. It. You have to hold it because if you tap, tap, the ICP, okay, tap toward twice and back twice. And then they, tap, they, tap, and they go, they, what they do tap, is tap, they, tap, tap, tap. they take their hand and they slap they it and it. they slap it again and it goes, like you're not getting any motions out of that. What are you doing? <laughs> gotta, gotta grip it, grip it and rip it, man. <laughs> so, uh, John Daly. What do you think? Pretty good, uh, Little first test, yeah. Uh, one more quick, quick, uh, fun personal question. Thing. We'll make lots of minutes quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is you guys' favorite machine adventure going out? Basically, going and getting out of any any of the machines or something like that. Do you either of you have a favorite one? Oh, as far as I don't know, it, I, I, out on a road trip mem- chasing a machine, it's memorable. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a favorite, but <laughs> it's burned into our memory going all the way out there in that storm we were coming back with with the uh, uh, Daytona 2 and the uh, Crazy Taxi. Remember that? You were literally closing your eyes because the storm, he just couldn't see and I was driving. So I'd, I'd uh, driven down there. That one that one doesn't really hold a, a good memory. It wasn't a good memory. It was Well, it holds crazy. a memory, but not as bad of a memory as the Terminator run. The Terminator run is... So so allow, allow us to preface the Terminator yeah. run. So we go up to, to, is it Kansas City? Uh, we went to Tulsa. Oh, we went to Tulsa, Tulsa to go grab this machine. I mean, literally down the street from where we used to go to the doctor. Now, this, this, is, this, this is the good part of the story. The good part of the story... 
Uh, actually, actually, I take that back because there's this is the bad part of the story. The bad part of the story is we took the Jeep up there because we thought it'd be good. Well, guess what? The transmission blew what up. What did we do? Get to Russellville? We got to Russellville. The transmission blew up. We got towed on the way home. The yeah. very next day, we said, 6 a.m., we're going. We're taking our friend's truck. Yeah. So we go up there. We take the truck, and we start bringing it back. And then we find this, this uh, like, outlet store that has uh, it's a, basically a man cave store let's be honest yeah. it has pinball machines it has stuff. extremely overpriced couches and movie we would, posters we would build an arcade game for you know 14 50 1800 and and these people had that's apparent their starting price is three grand for a tabletop for a tabletop no, little Jesus. no no probably no bigger than your computer right. <laughs> where well, we're talking you know a 61 and it was a three grand. Twenty nine ninety five, but you get the stool, and yeah, they try to they try to sell times. me they try to sell a black a black knight sword of rage for eight thousand dollars. I said, look, it came off the market at six. Why are you trying to sell it at eight? So Let me play it real we quick and do and play three nights multi ball. They're like, are you winning? I'm like, I'm doing all right. I throw up the high score in your game. They're like, damn, he's pretty good. It was, it was really <laughs> weird to, have, to to find somebody, uh, and I don't I don't mention their name. And there's a lot of places like that that have home furnishings, pools, and then they have games. And the games are in-house, they're built in-house, and they're just, how much money can I get out of somebody? I like to make money. I don't have to get all your money. The arm, the leg, and the larynx. I'm going to take them all. And and your left ear. (laughs) Instead of how much it's going to cost, just hand your wallet over and it's done. The the Jensen's, I'm going to give you the the money it takes the wallet. Shame! (laughs) Uh, But, um, that's really what it was all about, and, and I just I just wanted to go. Yeah, we 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 started getting not like pissed, but like really disappointed. Like, really, how can you do this? To people? How can you do this to people? So we're so we're driving back in our friend's truck. We got the Terminator in the bag. We're like, oh my god, we're gonna make it. We're we're ten miles out, and we then high, no no we high five. We we literally, literally high five. Boom! Oh oh! I knew we should have put more than five bucks in. It literally started shaking to the point where the entire thing is shaking, and I'm watching Dan on the on the gas, and the gas is it's showing the speedometer. It goes to 120 miles an hour, and, it's and so we we had high five 10 15 miles away from home. We we're like home stretch. We made it. The drive shaft sheared from the axle. So now the rear we have axle. a pinball on the side of the road. When the vehicle was smoking because the metal was dragging, yeah, and so the tow truck, we were looking at these like, "Oh God, what caught on fire?" <laughs> so the tow truck has the the white truck on it with the pinball. We talk. the The guy was great. He lets down the truck here so we could take the pinball off. Off. Yeah. Get it in. He, he's cool. Puts the truck back on. Takes us across the street to DJ's. Drops the truck off. And, and drops off and we walk in just like we did it a $2,500 pinball run that's 12 grand <laughs> because of the drive because shaft because the drive shaft and the transmission and everything we had to go through paying for towing and, and I may, I may as well just everything. bought a brand, two brand new pins <laughs> that, that really set us back where we had built up the savings to do other things for the arcade the pinball and by the time it was all said and done I mean it really we're, we're looking at 8 grand 8 grand and, uh, that's that's a good trip between you and me. Right. The trip myself that I went to go grab the Road Kings Atlanta, and Atlantic the uh, no, it was Atlanta. 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 It was a, an hour north of Atlanta, and uh, I went to go grab that one, and that sucked because I took three days off of leave from the Air Force. I said, "Look, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm gone. Spent Tuesday out, 
uh, spent Wednesday out, grabbed it Thursday day, and drove 10 hours back. I was treated like a freaking hero when I got back in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is at the old place, too. And, uh, and he was wiped out. He was full of energy. And then he just face plumped. <laughs> right the what, what, was, what was your favorite solo? You remember? A favorite solo? Uh, I don't have a, a really a favorite solo. Um, I've done Han Solo? A Han Solo. <laughs> My favorite one, even though it was hard, was... was uh, well, there's two. It's literally split between two. Eric and I went, and it was ice cold, and we went to that roller skating rink and got virtual on. And... You know, they weren't even supposed to sell it to us, and we had to call the owner, and we got with Jeff. They said, hey, this we, sh- we weren't even supposed to get it. So he wasn't supposed to be selling. He's selling a guy's stuff without telling him that he's selling it. So we got it, and, um, oh, it was so cold. Just, <laughs> we, would get, we got in the car, and it was like a finger just shattered, just come off. That Snow was, a, was a crazy, crazy hard night, but it was very satisfying and exciting because it was one that I get to do with Eric. Because Eric missed going to uh, oh uh, where'd we go to get the pins and everything that big trip with both trucks Oklahoma Oklahoma we went we up took there took our buddy Phil and Josh, Josh Phil and you and me and, yeah. and it was an overnight and we got like four hours of sleep we were driving just ten hours and uh, toll booth after toll booth every one we had it man we hit and the window on the you can't see truck. you can't see if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm sitting there going cross-eyed thinking about that. <laughs> so he had to open the window and it was raining on him, and because the window didn't the work, window I had didn't to open work. the door. He's like, I got open the door. I, and, you know, we're on the phone. Well, you're drowning up there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the person at the toll booth was like, "Why are you open the door? Window don't work." Sorry, they're like, "That's cool." <laughs> I open the door because I can't not open the door. I have to. Yeah. So that that was probably my most fun, memorable. As far as going by myself, every single time I've gone by myself, something's happened. Flat tire, it doesn't matter. There's always been something bad. Lost a marquee, you know, came, because you know, at the top, is, you inspect everything. <laughs> the top goes, well, I checked the top, the bottom rail came off, and the marquee goes, Was it glass? No, the plexiglass at 50 miles an hour just doesn't seem wow. to slide along the it, it, it don't, They don't bounce along the road like it you goes, see in the cartoons. Tink, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> I went flat. So, yeah, that was, uh, those are some of those. Adventures. I imagine you're you're in that same virtual on boat. Yeah, I, I said the, the virtual on just because I had uh, I had a lot of fun doing, doing that in general, and it also brought back some memories of, like, Spending a lot of time skate world when I was uh, tween, teen. That's, that's the weird thing about seeing some of these games, is especially if they're if they're local and you know where they came from. Yeah. If you go into either the house or the business of where you used to go, you go, wow, this this just brings brings it all back. Even even when I step over to the old place, which is now. Uh, where a, another store is going to be. I'm not going to say which store. Yeah, it's be There's awesome. another store that's going to be there because obviously recording this podcast early. Um, I stepped into the old place and I went, oh my God, I can literally see every game see in everything here. where it was. And how it used to be. And it's so, it's so weird. Talking back to 45, 50 machines and then like 83, 87 of them before we left that building. And that, that gave me chills walking back in there. I still smell it too. I can Josh said when he went over there, Checking things out for for who's putting their stuff in there. He's just the nostalgia from what you can see through the holes and 
all the electrical sockets we had to deal with. You had so you had to lay it out just right, or pop the breakers because it just wasn't enough. And we put we put extra electrical there, put extra electrical here. It still was not enough to put all the value there. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of memories, even from people who donated machines too. They've donated. We had one guy who uh, in Cabot. That's when Sam's truck got side, side chapped. Yep. I had a centipede, and the guy just wanted passes, so he had eight free passes to come to the arcade. I do not think he ever came to the arcade. I hope but, he does. <laughs> I hope he does. But but for a centipede, and I'm driving where I usually wouldn't be at a time I wouldn't be, and somebody just pow like went unconscious and T-boned the truck. Had the truck not been there. As sad as it was to hit the truck, um, there was a whole schoolyard full of kids, and they were all out. And, you know, kids are out there with their phones, looking at their phones, they wouldn't have seen it coming. So it's really nice that the truck got hit, threw my shoulder and back and stuff out, but I'm very happy at how that went down. And the centipede, beautiful still. <laughs> which, you know, we don't have Just any centipede. that bee down all we, the way. We don't have any centipede marquees, which I had some that Donna Bailey had signed, and I don't know where they're at. They're at the shop someplace. But yeah, um, yeah, they're hidden in a back room somewhere. <laughs> yeah, a back back room in another dimension because I have no idea what that, that dimension. I put them in my bag of holding. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's a hole in the bottom of the bag. I call it there. I think it's about time. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody who's listening right now, we have a GoFundMe for um, helping to re the arcade alive. It, it, it's, it's really going to help keep the arcade open. Bills. Yeah, bills. Not, it's, it's not reopen it's to reestablish our financial standing yeah to because we had there's a lot of bills that went unpaid and some other things that basically the there's a lot of people with the kindness of their heart paid for and expected us to pay in in time and they will get paid back eventually but this this will help help us get that back the the money back to them it's None of it goes straight to the the arcade overall. It's more or less. This is helping us catch up over the three months yep, that we were yep. closed. Not even pay. catch up, just get back to where we were. That's what I'm saying. Get back to zero. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, get back to zero. If you're at negative ten, now we're trying to get back to zero. It's like, uh, yeah. If, if somebody says, you know, you have negative money in your account, if somebody says it's free. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I, I mean, I have ten dollars just to have no money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I have negative ten dollars. Negative yeah. money. How do you have negative money? And uh, check that out, and there's stuff to be had from it, uh, from uh, ranging from poster, a poster, a t-shirt, a plaque that will be up here at the arcade saying, hey, this person helped us out in our, our time of need. Arcade marquees. Arca- hey, arcade a marquees, a cab, uh, yeah. and if anybody's a millionaire that's listening, uh, you, <laughs> you got know. two million bucks, you can have it. You yeah, can have the whole thing. No, wait, wait, have... wait, wait. Everything but my Kong. Everything okay. except the Donkey Kong's in the computer in the back. The and a handful of other things, like my pinball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Things like that. Yeah, things that are not your, yeah. Or customer projects. <laughs> yeah, we can't give those away. <laughs> can't give the customer projects away, but you can have the entire arcade for two million bucks, and, and that's yours. But if anybody's crazy enough to do that, go ahead and contact Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't want this place to ever change hands because what we've done and how hard we've all worked and Jen and Richard have worked they've stayed, stayed beside us and through the worst the absolute worst times and uh, Andrew and, and Eric and Josh have uh, it's worked really hard 
This is uh, <laughs> it's, it's been an adventure, and I I don't want to see it you know, go away. I don't want to see that ship sink. At no. least not while I'm captain, because <laughs> I got to go down with it. You know, Ugh. I don't want to do that. So let's keep this place alive. Let's uh, let's fight the good fight. If you guys have the financial means, try to donate if you can. If not, help spread the word about the campaign, and uh, yeah, help keep the stream alive. Anyways, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.